So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Back from the long weekend. Here we are. Yeah. Quick heads up. Last week to get in on hall party tickets, we do that at 810. All right. Yeah, it's a short week, so. Yeah. The show's coming up on Friday. Be listening. It's going to be an interesting week because uh, our little buddy, James P. White, who is not here right now, has to learn how to run the board on the show. So if you hear things playing that shouldn't be playing, mics getting cut off, whatever it is, it's it's Jimmy learning how to do his job. Yeah. (laughs) And Locke's going to be teaching him, which is always good. Yeah. And Locke is not... I'm not a teacher. teaching Jimmy things. No, I'm not. And you know what? I'm not good at it either. I learned a long time ago. It's not one of my strengths. I I was supposed to teach somebody something here in the last couple of weeks, and it wasn't going well. I could literally see the person dying. I could, like, making eye contact with them through teams, I could see they were slowly dying. (laughs) I was sucking the life out of them. So I sent a note to everybody and said, I'm not doing this. I just, it's not worth it. It... It isn't. Yeah. I, I, people, everybody learns else. differently, right? Some people are wired for teaching. Some people are not. I am not wired to teach people. It is not fair to put me in a room with somebody and give them something and like teach them how to do something. Me neither. Yeah. It, and it, some people are good at it. Because I, I think it's, I learn from doing. Like, if you can talk to me about doing something and I'm not listening to you, yeah. I have to actually just do it, so then I assume everyone learns that way. So. Well, and yeah. The way I learned radio, it was, here's the control room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. And so I've had to learn everything on my own, right? Mm-hmm. That's how we teach in radio. You just get put in a room. That's and they, literally what they and do. And they go, is... that's where the on button is, and they go, all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what they do. Don't start the place on fire. (laughs) And Grant, like, he's been in radio a long time. I've been in radio. I have never seen anybody get trained. No. Never, no. Never. No. Not even in radio school. No. no. (laughs) Radio school, we just came and and we... Literally just... It was just a radio station. Took smoke breaks. (laughs) It was the worst 10 grand I ever spent. (laughs) Soon. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise now, FM. Stop it. That's on manual. Oh, okay. this I don't know if weird. I should see what he's doing. <laughs> I'm so happy I caught that one part on tape. I got, I got him going, this is my mic, Grant's mic, your mic. No, they're opposite order. Okay, I never touch this. No, you touch that every time. <laughs> well... And of course, he comes in mad right out of the gates because he's good to train. He's, it's always good. He thought when, I would forget when you're learning something new to be angry about it before oh. you start. I just walked in the door. 
I'm sorry. Yelling. No, I just walked in the door and I'm like, Grant saw it. I needed you, a second. Grant I, saw it. You opened up the door and he said, started yelling. I, I hate this effing idea. This is the stupidest thing. And set me off. This is Great be- start. I self talk all weekend. You got to train them. It's not going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Just relax. All right. Here we go. We're starting. On Friday, Jimmy, who lost the latest round of the Celebrity Death Pool, or one, sorry, round 18. Yeah. It's actually kind of a loss. Grant and I lost because he had Gordon Lightfoot. Now, Jimmy has to run the board, and Grant and I have to do a show from the road. And we spent the last month and a half trying to figure out how to make this happen. Because the first idea was to try to get it on transit. And then mm-hmm. ETS shut us down on that. No bus which I, trans. I understand. I completely get that. Somebody from the city that listens to the show probably said, we don't want those guys on that. Yeah, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? So they, they, they put the cap on that. Okay? So then it turned into, can we do a show from the vehicle? And so we tried to set up the gear. We had an adapter to, to, to convert power yeah. from the cigarette lighter, and we went down there and we tested that, and none of that worked because the, the equipment kept going off. Yeah, okay? we couldn't get enough power in the car. And then somebody had the idea that maybe Grant and I spend the show on Friday driving around the city, dropping off the VIP packages. We can do breaks over the phone. Yeah. And then we can also have the gear that we need to broadcast back. And if we get to a place and we have a couple of minutes, we can plug into the VIP's power outside their house. Yeah. And we can do a couple of breaks with Jimmy back here Hang on the board. There. And then the boss, who's new... Didn't understand this. Still doesn't quite get this. Jimmy. This I'm waving at Jimmy. And thought that it would be a good idea for him to increase his skill sets as a broadcaster (laughs) and learn how to run the board. You know, you've been in radio for a long time. Now you should probably know how to run the board in case we ever need you. And then I said something that maybe I'm thinking back may have been a mistake. I said I could teach a German shepherd to do it. You actually said Kingston. Yeah. I said, okay, I said, and I could bring my dog in to op a show because it's that easy. It really is that easy. Anyway, so here we are. Welcome to the show, everybody. And this is going to be the first hour of our entire every, week. Every show this week. So the other thing about opping a board is to know when to punch Timing. out. Timing, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm punching out now? When he said... Like, this is a, our show the, this entire week. That would be a good chance. Like, psh, okay. 95.7. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So, for those of you who are unaware of where Grant is in his life, we'll do a quick recap. A couple of years ago, he met this beautiful young lady by the name of Michaela. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they got married shortly after that. Michaela has a couple of kids from a previous relationship. Okay, now they're having a new kid. They got a new kid on the way. Mm-hmm. They bought a house. They moved into um, a place just south of the radio station, so they don't live too far away from the radio station. And Michaela is a millennial hippie, <laughs> so they've turned Grant and Michaela's homestead into a bit of a hobby farm. So they're growing countless things. Yeah, we got a pretty big garden again. This yeah, year. and all sorts of things. 
and they also have uh, quails. Yeah. So we have a millennial hippie hobby farm update from Grant Johnson because <laughs> you had a weekend. Yeah, an was, odd weekend. I was laughing because that was on Sunday, I think. Yeah, it was Sunday. I had to. Uh, she had to go to work, and so I was running the homestead, and I had to make a <laughs> an Epsom salt bath for one of the quails because it was egg bound. So we had one of our quails die um, like a week ago in the heat, and I think it might have been egg bound. So we're down to three, and this one was kind of showing some of the signs, like puffed up and and panting a lot and stuff. So I made an Epsom salt bath and gave it a little massage, and it worked. It, you got the egg it, out. It shot the egg out shortly after that and, and still is living. So, Okay. Yeah, I was laughing. though. This is my May long. <laughs> what are you guys doing? J- Jimmy's drunk off his face at Army Chris's. <laughs> I'm giving a bath to a bird. Grant is massaging quails. A quail. Yeah, yeah. An Epsom salt bath. Anyway, I always just use a finger. <laughs> Lots of Vaseline. Just a little around the rim. And then you're good. Yeah. As you do. Three. Two. Midget at the movies. I shall call him Minnie. It's like Minute at the movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch on the weekend? Man on the Moon. Hello. I am Jimmy Cutter, the President of the United States. Thank you very much. A weird clip. I there's so many clips, and I was trying to find one that was when he was. But then he went from that, and then he turned into Elvis. Yeah, and he went from speaking like that to singing like Elvis, and he did a really great job. Yeah, it's a story of Andy Kaufman, who, from what I know of him, I would have had a hard time being in the same room. Like, <laughs> well, he everything he created was, everything was comedy. Like, to him, like, the show never stopped. It didn't matter if there was people watching, cameras. It didn't matter. His yeah. whole life was a performance. He was always in character. Yeah. And uh, even when he was alone, he could have a hard time turning off the character. And Jim Carrey portrayed him quite well. Like, the mannerisms, the way he talked, you know, the awkward, and like, just standing there and just looking with his eyes, like... Because I remember Andy Kaufman from the Taxi series. Yeah. And Dan, it was him and Danny DeVito, uh, Judd Hirsch. I didn't Hirsch. really know anything about Andy Kaufman until after he died. Mm. Isn't there a rumor that he's not dead, too? That yeah, that was a- for years it's been rumored that he faked his death. And then, like, even, like, that is kind of a performance thing that he's kept going, like, so there was a show, a stand-up show in New York where this woman stood up and said, I'm Andy Kaufman's daughter, and he's alive, and it turned into this whole thing. It turned out she wasn't, but yeah. (laughs) So there's always been like people that believe he's still alive. Yeah. Interesting care. I tried to watch it. I actually turned it on and I watched a couple of minutes and I, I had to pull the pin. I just you he's not a the type of character that you could deal with because because of the awkward pause and just because he just stands there. Well, and I'm so... I've been triggered by people trying to be something that they're not 
and not being good at it. Do you know what I mean? Like, and and but, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but re- I can't do the wrestling. Like I, because I know I know the people that do these. But the thing is, though, like with especially when Grant with- brings up the skit stuff to me, that's it's like watching <laughs> bad skits, and I I get but with so Andy Kaufman at the beginning. It looked like it could have been fake, but he lived it so much that it was just who he became. It was real, yeah. It was real to him. And it was he liked that reaction. Like that reaction that you get where you're like, yeah. I can't be around. He's like, that perfect. That's what I want. That's what <laughs> like, I want. Yeah. Like the awkward pauses are people just, when he's just standing there and people looking at each other going, what are we watching? Have you yeah. seen any, and, any recent clips of Jim Carrey? Like, Oh, he's doing, he's kind of living that life right now too. But he's making a lot of sense at times too like that one where he went to that um fashion show i can't remember which one it was and the woman's like jim carrey can i get an interview and he's like what is all this it's like this isn't real life what are you people doing (laughs) (laughs) he like went there specifically just to be like this is all fake none of this is real (laughs) yeah he's uh he i think he did a lot of drugs oh yeah and i think i think he's now having a life after you d- you stop doing drugs, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Like, just before I give my rating, there was one scene that I thought was really funny. I think it was supposed to be on, on like the Tonight Show or something. And he was sitting there. Oh, no, it was Saturday Night Live. And he was tr- supposed to sing the Mighty Mouse song. And he's sitting there and the, and the song is going and he's just sitting there waiting for, you know. Yeah. Here I come to save the day, and that's and then everybody oh, just that clip. Yeah. and everybody started laughing, <laughs> and then he just wait again till it came up again, and then people would burst out laughing because it was just See, so. He's that perfect example of I don't know if that guy is crazy or brilliant, yeah, it, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Line there, yeah. What was your rating? I gave this a five. I thought John uh, Jim Carrey did a great job. Uh, like you know, he had everything. Danny DeVito was great in it too. Oh, Danny was yeah. good too. Yeah. All right, there you go. So we um, five out of five. We got a five buttered Tabor cobs of corn for Man on the Moon from Jimmy. You're in the locker room on Nutty Five Seven Cruise FM. What does the wine you like say about you? We got this breakdown. We'll go around the horn. We'll start with me. Grant's going to give us the breakdown. I'm a new world. Pinot guy, so I like the bolder, fruity, fruitier Pinots, and and we've been drinking Pinots in my house now for, I don't know, quite a few years. Okay, so okay. that's a red. Yeah, it's a red, right? Um, so that's the same as me. I'm a Merlot guy, and Jimmy also is, is a red. Is yeah. a red. Yeah. Um, so red wine drinkers are introverts. Um, tend to be. They say if you are at a party drinking red wine, you likely would describe yourself as a quiet observer of the party. Okay. Sparkling wine drinkers are more outgoing extroverts. Rosé drinkers are a mix of introvert and extrovert. Huh. Um, so, yeah, they said rosé drinkers plan the party. White wine, white wine drinkers are the life of the party. Oh my God, that's so true. <laughs> I was trying to think of what your daughter probably drinks. And She's white wine. Yeah, white wine for my, sure. My wife is a rosé. Is she? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Like, I swear to God. And she's the planner. She Uh, loves planning the party. Sparkling and red wine people are dog people, while white wine drinkers identify as cat people. 
Okay. Um, this survey also asked about careers and found for people that enjoy sparkling wine, red wine, and rosé, they usually work in healthcare. Well, white wine drinkers work in accounting or finance. <laughs> okay. All right. And you were you were a Merlot? I'm a Merlot guy. If they want to drink Merlot, we're drinking Merlot. No, if anybody orders Merlot, I'm leaving. I am not <laughs> drinking any f***ing Merlot. Okay, okay. Relax, Miles. <laughs> Jesus, no Merlot. Just bring your Xanax. <laughs> but the like, thing is... What does it say about Royal Red? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Jimmy's favorite is Royal Red. The big it's, jug. it's up there, yeah. <laughs> you can get it for such a big container for so cheap, right? Well, and it's got a nice... <laughs> It's got a really handy holding <laughs> handle, but I'm not a, I, I'm not an introvert. That's the thing. I'm the exact opposite, Jimmy. You're not a wine drinker. You would no, drink I don't whatever drink is wine. put in front of you. Yeah, I drink anything. Um, yeah, like I'm not a wine drinker at a party, like maybe at a dinner. But no, you're not a wine drinker. No, you're, like there's yeah. and, and I, I wouldn't say I'm a real wine drinker either. I do, although since I actually really like wine. Since I quit drinking booze. I the one thing I miss the most is is wine at dinner. Yeah, I, there's I nothing miss, replacing that. Like I like my beer, and I'll talk about yeah. my. But I really love. But like, the, if we're making a steak, I want a glass of red wine. Yeah, you're in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. Okay, I have a theory on the lawn signs, the political lawn signs. Okay, okay, and this is based on a visit to a friend of mine's place on the weekend, and they had one. And we don't need to get into it, but this Mm -hmm. is not a, I'm putting a sign on my lawn guy. And so as soon as I saw it, I was like, what's going on here? Right. Like not a political guy. And it wasn't even about the color of the sign. I don't even care. I don't care. I just find it shocking when people. That he would put a sign up. Like when people want to go out of their way to put a lawn sign up to tell their neighbors or whoever's driving by that that's who you're voting for. I just, I find it bizarre. And this is somebody, this is coming from somebody that has no problem sharing his views about anything in the world. Yeah. I just, I'm. Some people surprised make, by some it. people. It's their identity, but there's a lot more signs than people like that. Like some, yes, yeah. Like, can you imagine, Grant? Like somebody coming. Doesn't even matter if you agree with them politically or not. Yeah. Have you got a minute? Can I put a sign up on your yard? <laughs> you would say no. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> feel like no. <laughs> there's that is not. Happening. It doesn't matter what side it is. It doesn't matter what sign it is. It doesn't even matter what the political party is. Yeah. I don't care. It just it surprises me that people choose to and again, I'm not I'm not offended by the signs. I'm just I'm perplexed by the fact so anyway, he says to me, he goes, You know what? They stopped coming to my door. And I went like, as soon as you put one in your front yard, the other ones won't come. It. Yeah. He doesn't want people coming to his door. <laughs> it's kind of a workaround. He might not even vote for that party. Yeah. They were just the first ones, and he was like, okay, just stick a stupid sign up put there. Put a sign there and leave me have alone. a good day. Yeah. So he kind of got, not bullied into Playing it. Playing the system. But he's playing it. So it's kind of like, it reminds me of that Seinfeld when uh, Brian Cranston converts to Judaism for the Jew jokes. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of is working the system here. 
That's a good point. He should get a sign from every political party and just put it up. So how many people out there, because there's a lot of signs out, right? How many people put that up there? Just text me, 780-989-0957. You put it up to stop people coming to your door. You just don't want them anymore. And here's another question. Did you put the sign up because you didn't know how to say no to them? Yeah. That probably happens, too. And I was thinking Uh, about it afterwards. I bet you that happens a lot as well. I know somebody who... Um, doesn't really vote at all, isn't that political, but somebody came to their door and he kind of liked them, he's, and they're like, can I put a sign up? He's like, yeah, go for it, I don't care. Like, whatever. And then they put the sign up, but then he was like on his front lawn and somebody walked by and was like, yeah, right on, brother! And he's like, oh no. He's like, what sign is that? <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah, he's like trying to explain to everyone, I don't, I'm not voting. <laughs> Do I have to go to a meeting I just, or a That person soon? was very kind, so I told him they could put a vote up, or put a sign up. <laughs> <laughs> right on, brother. Uh, anyway, that that was a revelation for me this morning yeah. or this weekend when I when I saw that on my buddy's lawn. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So my theory on lawn signs is that it always isn't what you think it is. Yeah. And we're getting quite a few texts about the political lawn signs. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Lorraine put a sign on her lawn to piss off her neighbors. <laughs> Andre has a blue and an orange sign on his lawn just to confuse people. Uber Orange, Kim Grabass, uh, she put up a sign just to annoy her husband. Oh, that's see, that probably happens. A couple people saying they had signs on their lawns without asking. Like they came out one morning and there was, and there a, was sign. a sign there. There was a sign there, yeah. Oh my God, right. I'd be taking a drive to a. And then, and then there's to a political party's office. I have wanted to for years. Every election, I'm like, I should go put a sign on Locke's lawn. <laughs> One of these times, I'm gonna. <laughs> every every election, there's a discussion about putting signs on Locke's lawn. <laughs> And then uh, Ryan McQueen sent us the next level one. Um, he just drove by somebody's house, and they have UCP cut into their lawn. Like oh. They cut it lower. <laughs> it's no May. It's no Mo May. What are you doing? The Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. You may have missed this huge announcement over the weekend from our beloved mayor, uh, Mayor Amarjeet Sori has officially proclaimed this week as Edmonton Cat Fest Week. That's right. This entire week in Edmonton is now dedicated to cats. Honestly, I should have known that this city council are cat people. Because once you know that, that they are cat people... Some of their decisions start to make a little more sense when you look at it through that filter. Uh, local hotels are expected to experience a boom this week with furries from all over North America coming to Edmonton for Cat Week. Better get your costume dry clean, clean there, Jimmy. Uh, the city will also be setting up private Meow. private booths around town for single men with cats to use when they just need a good cry, and we'll have uh, nightly sing-alongs to Cats the Musical. You know, in some parts of the world, they celebrate Shark Week. Not here. Here we dedicate a week to cats. So happy Cat Week, everybody. 
The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton oh, Glory right. Hole Tours. Curator of the tour, James P. White, is offering an additional 10% off to anyone evacuated by wildfires. Book today at Edmonton or TaborGloryHoleTours.com. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I went out to Goose Hummock. The goose is loose. Did some golfing for Shot round around. Of the year. Yeah, first round. I did okay. There were numerous, let's just say, um, mulligans. <laughs> Yeah, it was a loose round is the best way of putting it. But I was pounding the ball. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know why. I'll have a couple of rounds like that at the beginning of my uh, season every year. Because normally I I have my distances. I know how far I hit stuff. Yeah. I I was hitting my 8-iron like 30 yards further than I normally do. Right? That's that's a bad club for me. Yeah. um, Because it's either I hit it 130 or I hit it 180. (laughs) Like I can't. There's no in-between on. Whenever I pull that club out, I'm always like, all right, well, I guess... We'll see how this goes. <laughs> um, but no, it was, you know what? There's a lot of water on that course. so There is, but I was surprised at how open it is. Because mm-hmm. I haven't been up there in I've five only plus golfed, years. I've only golfed it the one time we went, and it was a thunderstorm. And we didn't even finish because it was raining so hard. That's so right. You don't we, walked get off on, we walked off on nine. Yeah, we were like, this is crazy. Right at the clubhouse. Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know what? That was quite a few years ago. Yeah, I it was a long time ago. No, and you know, for the lack of rain that we have had, the course looks really good. We're doing promo with Brian and um, and the Goose Hummock in the next week or two. We'll have some details on that, mm-hmm. but we're going to have a chance for you to win um, some golf. And it wasn't that far up there. We live right in the middle of the city now, Yeah, and then we just zipped over on Argyle, and then... We were right there. Yeah. So it's not that bad. So, yeah, around at the Goose. I've got to thank Brian for uh, taking care of us yesterday. That was that was fun. I'm glad I got out. Yeah. And Where's like my... a loser, I'm sore today. <laughs> Where's my invite? <laughs> well, we had a conversation because Brian wants to have, he's got a guy that's going to make you clubs and all the stuff. And I'm like, nah, we don't need that in our lives. <laughs> If you want to golf up there, I mean, you can go up by yourself. Hitch a ride. <laughs> I don't know if I can golf with you. You saw I me when it. I was learning how to use those uh, new clubs that were, and I was doing pretty darn good. You hit the ball 40 yards. Yeah, it's still not great. No, but I was learning. <laughs> At least I was hitting the damn ball. Learn by yourself. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, we're calling P-Guy. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm good. How are you doing, Lach? Good. We should update everybody on a couple of weeks ago, you were up for a job, and you started the process of trying to get your pee clean. Yes. Okay, we found out about it. We're fascinated by what you were going through. Had you on the air, had a bunch of suggestions. You did a couple of the things that were suggested by locker room listeners. Then you had the test last week, and we're waiting for the results, and the news is? The news is the results came in late Friday with a flying pass. (laughs) I don't know about flying, but uh, they sent me a... A message saying it's a pass. They're saying it's close enough. Yeah. The rest of the guys that were there were drunk. (laughs) Yeah. So 
This is my time to shine. <laughs> and we're waiting. No, normally, you don't want to do a test on a Friday afternoon, but <laughs> and now we're waiting for results from your semen test. Yeah, I don't know why they needed that, but <laughs> well, we had one guy suggest that you'd slam four bio steels and then drink like a liter of apple juice or something like cranberry. that. Cranberry, cranberry juice, yeah, cranberry, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, um, that didn't go well, no. But you know what? <laughs> we talked to you after you did that, and you said yeah. that it had a significant impact on the results. So you, you were really sick, but well, he puked it, every, he puked that might anything have worked, out. <laughs> yeah, that uh, it, it definitely was an improvement. Um, uh, after testing naturally on my own, though, the following, like after a few days, it was very similar. So really hard to say if it yeah. if it impacted or not. But it could have been it could have been that final push that just kind of got everything through. And yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, listen. We wanted to phone you this morning to congratulate you, and we won't need we don't need to talk about where you're going or anything like that. But congratulations, and I know you're going to be very you'll be great at this gig. Thank you, thank you, thanks for the congratulations, and I'd like to also thank everybody that called in or texted in with their suggestions. They were all very helpful. Well, good luck, P guy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you at the hall party, okay? You betcha. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Long weekend. So we talked about what Grant did, did earlier in the show. He was massaging quail yeah. all weekend long. Uh, <laughs> that sounds dirty. <laughs> anyway, I, um, I, I don't... Do you guys procrastinate on things yeah a lot of things i do depends what it is sometimes i just jump out and do it and sometimes i procrastinate are you or you just you refuse to do certain things but you're not a procrastin are you a procrastinator you didn't do taxes for 10 years but that i I understand that that's not a procrastination thing he thought he was going to jail because (laughs) he was but i think it started out as procrastination like the first year you didn't do your it wasn't because you thought you were going to jail. It just kind of snowballed. Jimmy doesn't do stuff. He has a similar procrastination thing that I have. Mm-hmm. If I don't know how to do something, I will put it off. That's what I do, too. If I'm confused by something, I just I'll put it off. push it off. Mm-hmm. So lots of stuff around the house doesn't get done mm-hmm. because I am, uh, I, I, I'm annoyed by the fact that I don't know how to do it. Yeah, so just push it off. What, right. When it comes to doing things like, you know, like, we get an email saying, hey, if you're participating in this, send in your stuff. I send it in right away. Jimmy's the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, If he reads the email. If I read the email. <laughs> um, but got if, 2,000 unread emails. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> I don't. Um, How many have you got? 60. He's lying. Yeah, I can tell he's lying. Seventy-two, actually. If you uh, the exact number is seventy-two, you can look at my computer. It used to be way more. You must have just right-click deleted. <laughs> but but half those emails are you replying all to a hundred no, different anyways. things? It doesn't but, matter. It doesn't matter. Um, I I organized my garage this weekend, and oh, I don't yeah. know why I was procrastinating so badly on it. Mm-hmm. But it was like. Because we moved in in November, mm-hmm. and we've been in there for a while. Things and just, my you, garage has been a nightmare, and it's been driving me crazy. Well, when you move in, a lot of things just get left in the garage yeah. that you don't need, right? Like oh, and I we I, had a shed similar where it's like on Sunday I I went out. I spent about an hour, hour and a half, and I just I just 
did the whole thing. I mm-hmm. set it up, and I just, it was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, I felt so good afterwards. Yeah. Oh. So I took care of Quail. You cleaned your garage. And Jimmy got shit tanked on <laughs> Army Chris's deck all weekend. It broke planning. his lightsabers. Bro- did you break those things already? One actually died, but it's just it, the button. It, like I was in the middle of doing it, I didn't even drop it. It just stopped. <laughs> so I'm gonna. That's a good segue because we got Star Wars news coming Perfect. up here in, in a, a couple of tunes. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Name? Who we call him? Doug. Old Doug. Old Dougster. Doug. Doug and the Slugs. <laughs> Morning, Doug here. How you doing, Dougie? Hey, not too bad. How are you? Good, good. Would you like to go to the hall party? I sure would. That would be great. All right. It's going to be a good night. <laughs> Friday night, chance to win Guns N' Roses tickets. That's right. We're sending um, two people to Vancouver to see Guns N' Roses. we got prize packages from Garage 104, a whole bunch of stuff going on there. Doug, do you have a spare room that Jimmy could crash in for the night? <laughs> oh, no. Hold on. No. Hold on. I talked to someone who might be getting a hotel room, and I said, oh, you know Jimmy's going to be sleeping with perfect. you. Perfect. <laughs> Get the jacuzzi oh, room. <laughs> You guys are awesome. All right, Doug. Give me a good woo. Woo. And now, the locker room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. So Disney is closing their Star Wars-themed hotel, that one called the Galactic Cruiser. It's only been open for a couple years. Uh, They're... They're not making any money, eh? That's partly it, and also because it's in Florida and they're fighting with the like one of the senators, fighting with the governor. The governor, the, right? yeah. governor. Santis hates Disney for some reason. Yeah. So he, yeah, he's he, he Disney's opens, too woke or something. He's opening a prison next to. That's what he's been threatening. Is if if you don't do this, then I'm going to open up a prison next to your resort. Why would you fight with them? Disney. Well, that's what everyone says. Like, do you know how many people they employ? And how many dollars they bring to well, Florida? How many people go to? Yeah, yeah, that's that's dumb. But they're they're also losing money, and I kind of get why. Like, have you seen how expensive it is? Like for it's like six thousand dollars a night or something, wasn't it's, it? It's uh, for a weekend like, thing or something. Like that. Yeah, it's something like that. It's like five hundred. It's twelve hundred US per person, um, for per night. This is just ridiculous. Yeah, but this is. Somebody was telling me about this, and not you. They were, they were explaining why this is so cool. Like you'll be at breakfast, and a droid will come up to yeah. your table, and then hand you a note and go, "Okay, don't tell anybody that I get," and then just disappear. And then stormtroopers will like walk through, right? And they'll go up to yeah. your table and go. Have you seen a droid? Did a droid come by here? So they make it... It's a full, like, Star Wars experience. Yeah, it's immersive. It's a lot of money for two days. I get that. But also, like, the rooms that you're staying in, there's no ventilate. Like, there's no windows. Like, it's a cement building. Like, you're in, like, a... Like, they could do... I read in this article that so you feel turn- bad for Star Wars fans not being able to see outside. <laughs> Do you think they're concerned about that? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just it's saying, the like money. It's, it's not the it's lack the of windows. Yeah. I'd love to go, but it's just I couldn't afford that. And unless the I did Star Wars eat. fan, I think. I think, I, yeah. I think it's a great idea. I think 
It's just too pr- much money. It's too much money for you. You're, you outpriced your demographic, mm-hmm. right? A family so. of an average family of four is not paying no. six thousand dollars for a two night stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I was surprised by was I'm watching American Idol, and so they have it. They have like a a Disney week. That was American Idol. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Watching <laughs> American Idol. Anyway, and um, I can't believe how many of the contestants have never been. Yeah. Like, more than half of them. Huh. They, they get down to the final five, and I'm like, I think there was like one or two of them that had ever been there. Well, like, what are uh, you talking about? In this room, you're the only one. I know you too. Privileged enough to go. I can't believe Jimmy <laughs> hasn't been to Disneyland, especially with all the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I feel, I don't know about you guys, but, but I also, feel awful for Disney. But I also hope they'll be able to make it. But the thing <laughs> is, though, is I think a lot of it has to do with this governor because they also pulled the pin. They were supposed to be o- opening a office building, like one of their office buildings in Orlando that was going to co- cost a billion dollars to make, and they pulled the pin because of this. He's, uh, he has got a, yeah, he's got a hate on for Disney for some reason, mm-hmm. and they are, they're moving out of the, out of the state. Why, did he want them to pay? He wanted them to stop being woke in their movies, and well, uh, it was all it was, the, I think it started with taxes, though. It's, well, I think that was the, what he was threatening from that. Cause he had the whole, don't, don't say, pay. don't say gay legislation. Yeah, and then they're like, "We're not stopping." And then he was like, "Well, you're going to start paying taxes," and yeah. they don't pay taxes. No, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I think there's something to that. Spiraled from there. Also, twelve hundred dollars a night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. I do find the drug situation, the conversation revolving around drugs, kind of funny now. Listen and. I'm not judging. I'm just, I'm finding it entertaining because in 2017, yeah, we put in old JT, right? Mm-hmm. Justin got in. He won because he promised to legalize weed. Okay, and apparently that wasn't enough. <laughs> now we want to have everything legal. It's just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I don't know where I stand on it. I go back and forth on this issue because here's the problem I have. Okay, people are dying from overdoses every day. Hundreds of people a month in this country Mm -hmm. we are losing to the the opioid crisis. Okay, nobody has the right answers. So I think everything should be on the table, including legalization. That's where I stand on it. But I also can't wrap my head around the idea of, okay, this is a problem. You're addicted to this. Here you go. It's free now. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to pay for it, and it's not illegal. But something like I can't wrap my head around that, Grant. But I understand. something like this should be legal. This is magic mushrooms. But but here's the Nobody's thing: nobody's addicted to mushrooms. No one's nobody's, addicted to mushrooms. Nobody's I get laying this. in a. But you're not supposed to have a dispensary. <laughs> you can see it's right well, now. They, it's illegal. Yeah, they did this with weed too. Before it was legal, remember all these dispensaries started opening all over, and they just kind of left them. It was in Winnipeg. Magic Mush um, opened up in Winnipeg in Osborne Village. Yeah. And it was a yeah a mu- magic mushroom shop. <laughs> they just decided to open. 
Well, and they got shut down right away. Yeah. What, what, how 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 long were they? It was, open? I don't even know if it was open for a week, and then the police showed up on uh, Friday with a search warrant. And, they have stores in Ottawa and Toronto though as well. Yeah, it's like a chain. They just decided to completely go ahead ignoring and all the rules. See what I'm saying? Like I agree. Like that's where I'm conflicted with it. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I listen. This. Is well, if you can buy it all online, psilocybin um, and these mind-altering drugs have proven to be helpful um, in certain situations. So, so PTSD, yeah, and and there's studies now that are suggesting that you could use this for a lot of mental health issues, right? Yeah, but it's still illegal. Don't open a store, John. <laughs> right? Like, do something else. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you can buy it all online. I, know. I mean, so I guess. Yeah. I, anyway, you can get it online. I can get it delivered to my house. You can get it delivered to work here. We so that had they don't an steal employee porch. that's no longer with us that used to get their drugs delivered to the radio station yep. on a fairly regular basis. <laughs> Three, two. Midget at the movies. I shall call him Mimi. It's like Minute at the movies, but shorter. So we're doing this um, six degrees of separation this year. We do themes now with Midget at the movies. Jimmy goes home on the weekends and watches a movie. And uh, we started with Kevin Bacon, and then we've just been working our way through the movies. Yeah, and- who, who was in a movie with Kevin Bacon, and then from there, okay, who was in that movie? Who yeah. was in that movie? So Who's- Danny DeVito was the reason why he ended up watching Man on the Moon this weekend, and that stars Jim Carrey. So obviously that's the Jim, best Jim sort Carrey. of jump into... Um, you know, the next thing here with Midget at the Movies. And I haven't seen a lot of Jim Carrey stuff because I can't stand the guy. Okay. Uh, the- I don't like him either. I've never liked Jim Carrey. I've, I'm always... I, as soon it's as I, too much. As soon as I saw him in the first pe- uh, Pet Defective... Um, I, Why do you think that that's like a clever way of saying Pet Detective? Because it's a defective movie. Okay. Uh, so right, text it in. Yeah, that's a terrible <laughs> joke. <laughs> Is that your dad's joke? No. Is that a dad joke? It it, it, it was a, a buddy of mine's dad used to say it. Um, so the Truman Show came in. Um, that one is a really good movie. So that's, that's the one where he's in a TV show and he doesn't know it. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that's, the Truman Show. That's an early leader in the clubhouse. Uh, liar Liar came in. That was a good one. Yeah, he's a lawyer. I think that, show, right? He's a lawyer. I've seen that one because there's a scene where... He can't lie, so he's trying to get out of being part of this trial, so he beats the hell of himself. Yeah, in the bathroom. In the bathroom. Um, Me, myself, and Irene came in. What's that one? That 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 one, he has uh, multiple personality disorder. I didn't like that one. Okay. And there's a black midget in it. He's done a bunch of movies. Like He's done a lot of movies. He's one of the biggest movie stars in the world for a time. Uh, The Pet Detectives came in. Uh, Cable Guy. Cable Guy was pretty bad, too. Um, yes, man. Which is basically a remake. I've of actually Liar, seen Liar. Cable Guy. Have you? It's one of the. He was the cable g- installer, right? Uh, yes. It, who like st- ends up stalking uh, Ben Stiller? <laughs> yeah. I I haven't seen that one. Um, okay, so Cable Guy. Cable got- Guy is on the list. Um, we have the Truman Show. The Truman Show is on the list. The one that has came in the most is Cable Guy, Truman Show, and Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty was a really good movie. 
Was uh, it? I'm surprised you haven't seen that one. Okay. It's the one where... I don't know anything about this. He He's basically like starts complaining, and then Morgan Freeman plays God, and oh! he's like, well, guess what? You're now God. Deal with it. And so he gets all the power of God. And uh, he, he he plays it really well. And Steve Carell's in that one. That sounds Jennifer, like a Jimmy movie. <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston. I Jennifer think Aniston's in that, in that one. Okay. Um, and then they from there they did Steve Carell did Evan Almighty. Um, okay. Where he was like, uh, uh, no. oh, I'll put my vote down for Bruce Almighty. That just feels like something Jimmy needs to watch. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got our midget at the and movies. Also, you need to watch Dumb and Dumber. I got worms. Because <laughs> you've never seen Dumb and Dumber. And yeah. you keep saying, how, how do I get dragged into this? Because you're always like, because Dumb and Dumber's a terrible we, movie. And the it is a terrible see, movie. There's there's never I, don't seen need, I don't need to see you've it to know that it's a dumb a, movie. There's got to be at least one of these. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dumb movie. It's there's got to be at least. Movie. I've seen that movie. I got so, worms. <laughs> Swampy. Slappy. Like, like when they're frozen. Swansonite. When they're <laughs> Samsonite. I was way yeah. off. When they're frozen together on the scooter. Yeah. Is this just going to make me angry, this movie? Go. Oh, yeah. I don't think it will, actually. I, I, think, I, you, I think you'll enjoy it. Okay. No. And it will make you angry. All right. So, am I. You're seriously making me You're watch this. You're doing Dumb and Dumber. Jimmy's so doing... Uh, Bruce Almighty. Bruce so Almighty. Yeah. Midget at the movies and asshole at the movies <laughs> on Monday when we come back next week. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Oh, I'd love to be an Oscar Mayer Changing the name of the Oscar Wiener Mobile. Yeah, the Wiener Mobile. I think which, I might have got it wrong. <laughs> the Oscar Meyer Wiener Mobile has been on the roads since 1936, and they're changed. Well, they changed the name to the Frank Mobile. We week. have, um, for years now, been suggesting because every year we see the job posting. Yeah, every summer they they this hire is, somebody to drive it. This right? is something that we've always felt that we would lose Grant to. <laughs> <laughs> Driving around the uh, yeah. the Wiener Mobile. So, do we know why they're because they changed the the recipe of their wieners? Um, so it's more of a a Frank now. Um, Is that what they're saying? Yeah. So they said it um, pays homage to the brand's move toward 100 percent beef franks. Um, it's a new recipe with a more balanced flavor profile. So they changed the name. They didn't say whether or not it's going to be a permanent name change, but. Hopefully it's not. I don't think it's a good idea. The Wienermobile is iconic, right? Well, yeah. I thought maybe it might be something like they were worried about being canceled. Oh, no. Because they're driving around <laughs> North America in a Wienermobile. A Wienermobile. <laughs> well, you know the times we live in right now. Yeah, you never right? know, right? You never know. So I thought maybe this. And then and then the other side turns on them. And yeah. Then, yeah. Go woke, go broke. Uh, uh, I've never uh, eaten another Oscar Mayer Wiener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they changed their name. And then you're stuck trying to give rebates for your hot dogs. And <laughs> I can't believe I can't get a rebate on my Bud Light. I know they're offering rebates to everyone in the States. If you buy Bud Light, you can go on Bud Light's website and get $15 back. I'm going to tweet them. And that is not available in Canada, apparently. Why not? I don't know. Probably because... 
you're keeping the you're keeping their keeping sales alive. Yeah, maybe they haven't noticed a difference. <laughs> there's there's no impact on Bud Light sales in Canada. You're in the locker room on 957 Cruise FM. The story I don't know why. Grant, you gotta explain it to me. It makes me laugh every time too. So Taco Bell is currently in a legal fight with Taco John. Because I guess Taco John owns the trademark to the phrase Taco Tuesday. And Taco Bell is saying Taco Tuesday is for everyone. They shouldn't be allowed to to have that day trademarked. We should all be able to use it. But John got smart. But John was the one that trademarked it. Which is, I've never heard of Taco John's. I have never heard of Taco John's. It looks like a fairly big taco chain in the, in the states. states but there's just something so funny about a place being called taco john's the least mexican name and out there the fact that they own the rights to taco tuesday and not taco time or taco bell or <laughs> uh, you know a big place it's no john owns taco tuesday there's 379 locations yeah, i've never john's. heard of it i've never heard of it never it's pretty heard of big. taco john's it's been around since 69 yeah so when did they trademark it? Because people in, I like, um, I don't know how many hundreds of times I've been to a Taco Tuesday here in Canada at a variety of different locations. It must just be an American thing. Yeah, I guess it must be an American so, thing. So if you're um, in a market with a Taco John's and you advertise you're doing a Taco Tuesday, <laughs> they could sue you. <laughs> I guess LeBron James was trying to do something with Taco Tuesdays and they shut it down. Like, No way. Yeah. So not only do does Taco John's own the rights to the name Taco Tuesday, they're also dicks about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it even Which better. Which is awesome. For yeah. some reason. Uh, I'm a fan. And listen, I had no I idea. I want some Taco John. But now, I, yeah, that was just about to say the same thing. Yeah. Now, for some reason, I want Taco John. This is Show Local. Some love with Miko from Condor Airlines. Welcome to Edmonton, Miko. I know you're not here yet, but welcome as a group to Edmonton. Hey, thank you very much. Looking forward to coming to Edmonton. Yeah, Condor Airlines is new to Edmonton. You'll be launching your brand new non-stop service as of Friday, May 26th, right? Hey, you got it completely right and looking forward to the 26th. Uh, for those of those of us not familiar with uh, Germany, can you tell us a little bit about Frankfurt? Hey, Frankfurt, you know, it's a it's a it's a great town. You got the river going through, you got the food, you got you, you got the, you know, the the beer scene. I, I guess that's part of, you mm-hmm. know, you know Germany, but you got the old towns. I think the old towns are beautiful in, in pretty much any city you go to in Germany and uh and uh, it's definitely worthwhile coming to see to see Frankfurt. I know a few people that As- have traveled to Germany and they're always Well, I, I drove through germany a couple times um and i was very impressed with the roadside toilets and everything but (laughs) people say like make germany a a destination so (laughs) you know what's interesting too about frankfurt and a lot of people might not know the um sort of the the proximity but it is it's very central in europe and and if you go to frankfurt you've got hundreds of options from that airport so this is a very interesting opportunity for people in alberta edmonton and surrounding area to actually get familiar with germany miko hey that's a that's a great point and you know from from frankfurt you can continue on with a with, you know by flying beyond frankfurt you can go south to italy or, or or switzerland or any of the neighboring countries or you can then you know continue exploring in germany also yeah. by train or by or by uh connecting flight or then you know if, if you're really for it you can rent a car and and uh go on the highways and 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 really go where you're where you want to go the autobahn 
Yeah, I don't there bother. you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this is definitely going to increase the number of people um, going to Germany to visit and then elsewhere in Europe, but also um, Germans coming to Edmonton to see Leon Dreisaitl play hockey, maybe. <laughs> you know, Germany's we- best hockey players right here in Edmonton, so... Hey, you're very right on that. And, uh, you know, for an airline, it's really important that that we do have passenger flows and we have demand going both ways. So so passengers from Germany uh, going to Edmonton and, 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 and visiting that area, but also then having Edmontonians, you know, coming to Frankfurt and, 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 and uh, visiting this way. So it's really important that we do succeed in that sense on, on getting passengers from from both origins. Mm-hmm. What is it about Canada and Alberta specifically? Because uh, we've all been here a long, long time, and you run into a lot of people from Germany that are touring Canada. Uh, it, it seems to be a bit of an attraction, Miko. Condor has been flying to Canada for a long time, and uh, and Edmonton actually has has been in our plans for a while. So really happy about being able to start this nonstop flight. But 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 the Germans truly love the Canadian, you know, the the nature and the wilderness and mm. the different sites, the different type of scenery that you have in Canada. It's absolutely beautiful. So it's it's uh, I understand it very well that that there's a lot of uh, love for Canada and and, and that area. Can you give us a breakdown on the flights themselves that, that are going to be nonstop from Frankfurt to Edmonton and Edmonton to Frankfurt? There we go. So we, we'll be flying twice a week on Tuesdays and Fridays. It's about a nine and a half hour flight. So, 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 so that's, the, that's the timing of it. Uh, we're going to be flying that with a 767 and we have two versions of those. So you do have a business class, you have premium economy and economy. Nice. So depending on, on, on what type of service you want to, you want to take on that flight, nine hours goes easy, you know, take it, take a small nap, have a little bit of, of a bite to eat. And then all of a sudden you're there and then you're on your vacation or, or business trip, depending on what the, what the reason for your trip was. If uh, someone was looking for more information, where would they go? Visit Germany is definitely one. If you, if you think of, uh, the folk from, from Edmonton coming, coming this way. Uh, visit Germany is definitely a good site where you can get a lot of inf- information on where you want to go. Pretty much every country has also their own visit websites where you can, you know, kind of get your top picks. And there are a lot of different different websites out there who, who also give different type of tours. Uh, and then you also got the travel agency community that's up in Edmonton and, and that area who can also support and, and uh, gives different type of options on, on what that traveler can do when coming coming this way. And if we're looking for specific information about Condor Airlines... Uh, Miko, where should we send them as well? Well, well, condor.com is the easiest. I could give my phone number, but, uh, <laughs> but I, it could get pretty busy. But uh, condor.com is probably the best site to, 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 to get information on Condor, but also travel agencies, local travel agencies you can ask, and they also have information on Condor. So. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. No, there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell. They've tried. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.